Hey, this is Dusty from The Stoic, The Poet, and The Fool. Listen to us Tuesdays on The Sevens because we have seven deadly questions, and Sean is very smart and always gives thoughtful answers. And then there's Dylan. Yeah, Tuesdays <laughs> at The Sevens. <laughs> on KSEF Digital Radio 785. You found the stoic, the poet, and the fool. One hour, three friends, and seven deadly questions. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the stoic, the poet, and the fool. We're here alive. I'm ready to go, guys. I got some energy in spades today. Um, I had a good week. I had a busy weekend. Um, what about y'all? Uh, mine was pretty chillaxed. Chillaxed. Uh, so, yeah. Um, can't complain. Can't promote. So I'm good. No, oh, good. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Shan? Uh, I, I did nothing. Which uh, is... Is my favorite thing. Uh, yeah, the best thing in the world to do. I did watch, I will say this, a little bit of recommendation for y'all listeners. I watched The Father with Anthony Hopkins. Absolutely amazing. And I also watched Promising Young Woman, which... Blew my mind with how good it was. I wish I would have watched that one a lot earlier. So go watch those. Uh, The Father won uh, Best Actor for Anthony Hopkins. And um, I don't think Promising Young Woman won anything, but it It should have. It won screenplay. Oh, it did. Oh, okay. And it much deserved. That woman also wrote a couple episodes of Killing Eve, and uh, she was Camilla Parker Bowles in the last season, last season or two of The Crown. So I was like, she's, she's she, and she was good in The Crown, so she's Emerald good. Fennell. Yes, she's a good actor and she's uh, a great screenwriter and she directed it, which I thought it was well directed. Yeah. So cool. uh, that was our week in a nutshell, everybody. Now we're going to the, the reason why you all are listening, which happens to be our question. Sex appeal. <laughs> and sex appeal and smarts and brains. I'm smart man. Smart sexy man. I'm um, Sean. <laughs> This is already going bad. Right. <laughs> Sean, I'll let you direct question one. No, yeah. <laughs> Dusty was like, I don't want to do direct. You're directing this one, Dylan. And so I said, okay, let's go. Um, All right, question one. Look how much I'm peeking the whole show since the start of it. Your okay. I, I stopped peeking after high school. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're welcome, earbud users. <laughs> go, Sean. Okay. Question number okay. one. Let's head to the Hundred Acre Woods. Mm. I love Winnie the Pooh, so yes, please. But first, among the three of you, who is Pooh, who is Tigger, and who is Eeyore? If you have a guest, add Rabbit, but we don't have a guest. And no, you can't all be Pooh. Um, I'm Eeyore. I mean, I, I, I feel like that's probably obvious. I'm Eeyore. And I, it's pretty obvious, the rest of them, too. I'm obviously Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I would have a picture of Pooh. You wouldn't, I honestly, but I do like right now. I'm ha- I have a lot of energy. I don't have physical energy, You're but tigger. I have emotional energy. Um, yeah, so t- I'm throwing off some heavy Tigger vibes today. Isn't there a wise old owl in there somewhere? Oh yes, <laughs> there there is. But Tigger ate him. Oh. <laughs> what are you reading? The is this the Grimm's brother version yeah, of the, <laughs> Winnie the, the Pooh? It's the 2017. Yes, yeah, the gritty reboot. Where Tigger is a villain and eats everybody. Uh, but yeah, I think actually, I, I'm okay with that. You're Sean, you're Winnie the Pooh, and then I'm Tigger. I'm okay with that. Interesting. That's what you just said, though. No, no, no. I asked if there was a wise old owl. I didn't think you were Winnie the Pooh. I immediately thought Tigger with her energy and everything. 
but energy I right now. Too. I well, I've I have another reason is I've always loved him my whole life. Um, I said poo too. <laughs> poo too. Dylan's face right now is like stop it. Child, um, that just killed all my energy. You can go back to directing it. Just kidding. I'm here to stay. <laughs> but also, I think I would be Gopher. That's one you guys didn't know. Uh, but Gopher. Actually, I researched this when me and I think it was here. All of us were talking about, it and I said there was a Gopher, and I was like, I don't remember a Gopher. And then I Googled it, and the Gopher came about because American they wanted, like the big studio heads wanted an American audience. To have a character that they could, so they like, picked a gopher. So they picked a gopher that had a wishfully. Now I'm oh, against it even. A more. wishfully American if accent. That's, if that's what. Um, the but he'd be is. fun and funny to play. I also think I have moments where I'm an Eeyore. I have moments where I'm a Tigger. I have moments where I'm a Poo. I have moments where I'm a Piglet. I think I'm all of the and a Roo. And a Roo. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not Kanga though, because she's too strong of a lady, and I'm never. I can never be that strong of a lady. But I think she, I could be. Because. Uh, I will. I will. Kanga was always great. I, <laughs> I love Kanga a lot too because she was a single mother, and uh, I had a single mother. Um, thank you. I'm trying to just let my heart go out to you, and you guys are laughing about the word poo. No, um, we are not laughing about the word no. poo. There what did you? Comment. What was the other comment? I missed it. He would. He would hold you in his pouch. He'd oh. be a strong roo. <laughs> yeah, I'll be your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Now, I don't, now, now, I now I'm picturing just me outside, know, right? hanging outside of Sean's pocket. I wear a lot of hoodies, so I've got pouches galore. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be hanging out on the side of it. You're like your baby Bjorn and your <laughs> on the gorilla as I ride it <laughs> into do, battle. You do like to be carried around. <laughs> I do. I just wish more people could do it. <laughs> okay, so all right, that's the answer to that first question. Shannon has provided us with new envelopes without tabs. That you would have inevitably broken. And, and, and printed. This one. Oh, they're printed. They're printed. Because he, he, he hated us making fun of his terrible handwriting. <laughs> Question number two. The deuce. The deuce. Ooh, for since, let's talk theater. Oh, okay. yay, of course. Name one have. community theater production that you had absolutely nothing to do with, yet the performance truly impacted you as an artist. And then... Name a professional or touring productions that did the same. Um, okay. So, I've seen a lot. I, of course, I'm probably biased. I've seen a lot of really good community theater productions, specifically at TCT and Helen Hawker and at, at Astra with great stuff, too. Seen good stuff at Lawrence. So, I've, I've seen a lot of really good community theater productions, I think, and I might be stealing an answer from one of you, too. But recently, somewhat recently, one that really affected me was In the Heights. Just the pure palpable energy and talent from that stage to tell this story that needs to be told specifically in this community was, it yeah, it, oof, it just you felt, you felt how much it meant to everybody on that stage and how much, how much it needed to be told and how just amazing they all were at it. So that's one that affected me. And then when we're talking about professional, semi-professional, I've actually never seen any Broadway shows or anything like that. Or uh, I actually haven't even seen any touring productions, but I when I went to Chicago in high school, we went to the Drury Lane Theater, 
uh, which is professional. And I watched Ragtime. Yeah. And holy crap. That changed it. I was... It's such a visceral experience for me. When she sang, when uh, that woman at the end of Act One sings Till We Reach That Day, I, I, I felt all of the emotions. It had a guy that took over and was really good in the revival. He also did it in Chicago. And then, oh, 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 why am I forgetting his name right now? Um, James Earl Jones. His son played Booker T. Washington in it. Oh, right. Uh, and it was, oh, it was, it was so good. I was, I, I think I was the only one. I just know, I think my friend that was, she was sitting next to me, we were both bawling when they were singing Till We Reach That Day. Cause I mean, have you guys seen Ragtime? Mm hmm. Uh, it's been a while. I've, I've the alone on regular things, Till We Reach That Day is such a powerful song, but there's just something in that moment that really affected me. And it's just so grand and, and so many different little stories and the historical aspects of seeing real historical people was just so, because I had never seen it or even heard Ragtime before that. So this is my first experience and it was amazing. So that I believe would be my answer. Name one community theater production that you've absolutely nothing to do with, yet the performers truly impacted you as an artist. Uh, TCT's version of Newsies. Oh yeah, was fantastic. I mean, uh, I mean, the shows are always good there, but and and I was familiar with that show and had seen it because um, we had gone and seen it at the, uh, on screen at the at the theater when they do the Broadway or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we'd, we'd seen it the year prior too, and then uh, when TCT did it with that group, I was I was amazed. It was I think it's probably at least in my time there one of the best productions of any show that I've ever seen at TCT, oh, yeah. whether I was involved with it or not. It was fantastic. So props to to that crew. And then um, professional or touring production did the same. I really, really enjoyed. There's two shows. Something Rotten. Welcome to the Renaissance with poets, painters, and bonds of vaults. Oh, that's a good show. Love that. And then um, uh, Gentleman's Guide. Ooh. was fantastic. I saw both of those at Starlight. And they were uh, the touring productions? They were the touring productions, and they were fantastic. I also saw the touring production of um, um, oh, the, the Disney Princesses. I love that Disenchanted? show. Disenchanted? No. Yeah, Disenchanted. I love that one, too. So, But I would have to say the... The the something rotten one was just phenomenal and, and so well, who was do you guy. remember who was in that because there's an actor I really love who I'm fairly certain was part of the touring production Robert uh, Rob McClure um, I have the the program program somewhere I'll have to look at it because he was yeah, uh, he was he in the was touring production and he's an amazing actor but that but was that, those are so good those yeah. are too much here. how about you Sean um I think my my favorite um show that I've seen here was the 39 steps and uh just what um they did with that and the acting amber dickinson was well was the um female in that and she played she was amazing in it and the other three actors were were really really bruce and uh walt bruce and walt is jason in that yeah i love that show and i loved that production and it was an early one for me i just gotten into doing plays here when i saw that i was like you know what this this place has got something really great to offer theater in general so 39 steps was um 
really absolutely one of my favorites here. I saw a production of Hamlet at the Public Theater in 2008 with Michael Stuhlbarg. I love as, him. Who as, does he play? He was Hamlet. <gasps> yeah. I hate you now because I know. I know. <laughs> That's. I, know. I bet was that was a cast. I bet was, that was amazing. It was uh, him and. Um, David Harbour was Laertes. Dude, I know. what? I know. He, he, he used this to play... That sounds amazing. He used to play like <laughs> roles that I can't picture him in unless I see it. And I, he was great as Laertes. And it was... It was, um, it was the first time I'd ever seen a live production of Hamlet. And it was wonderful. It was a wonderful show. You, um, lucky SOB... Um, also worked at a worked at a very famous theater company in Chicago, correct? The Steppenwolf Theater. Yeah, um, yeah that was, sounds amazing because there's yeah. so many good people have come out of the Steppenwolf Theater. Yeah, you just, I mean, it was I was an intern there for about eight months, and and you would just like the people that created Steppenwolf were Gary Sinise and John Malkovich and Laurie Metcalf, and was Tracy Letts one of the people that created it? Or no, he didn't come on for a long time. In fact. Okay. I don't think Tracy Letts had done anything there when I when I was there. So it was after you. Yeah. What about Michael McKean? Was he also after you? Uh, I don't think Michael McKean was never really a wasn't He was just in Superior Donuts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was yeah. That was a, a great place to work for and they did a lot of community outreach stuff, which is where I was interned at. But you see a lot of those people like walk through the offices every once in a while when they were in town. That would if blow they were my mind. in the, oh John Mahoney. I, oh. Um, <laughs> I watched an episode of Razor the other day. That's who we're talking yeah, about, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 39 Steps here and uh, Hamlet as a professional production. Well, that's great. I just thought of three honorable mentions for, uh-huh. <laughs> for uh, community theater productions. And again, I, I'm sorry. I'm biased, I guess. Uh, it's just the most community theater productions I've seen have been here. But two musicals. Not two musicals. Sorry. A musical being Bamalot. That's another one of my favorites that I've seen it's here. So I, think good. It's, I think it's my favorite musical that I've seen here. So good. Um, and then uh, I saw their version of Macbeth, mm-hmm. which was very, very, very good. And then I saw their version, the the most recent version of Laughter um, on the... 23rd. 23rd, yeah. I don't know why I was saying 29th, because 39 maybe. <laughs> 23rd <laughs> floor. Just so many funny, talented people. In that show, it's yeah. a show I really want to do on my bucket list as well. Yeah, you got I, time. I'm a wee lad. Anyway, there we go. Ding, 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 ding. I said it. Anyway, we're gonna take a real quick break. And how about during that break, maybe you can reach out to us. You, if you have a question, you can send that question to us. Or if you want to answer uh, productions, both professional and community, that really affected you in a positive way, you can do that as well. Uh, and that email address would be stuck poet fool at gmail.com or stoicpoetfool at 785live.com and guess what guys what, we're all really guess what you want to hear me you want to yeah. hear what I'm about to say it's yeah. exciting what's are up are we on Facebook and Instagram yes sir we yeah. are on Facebook and Instagram I keep trying to talk them into somebody should probably check that probably <laughs> Are we on Google Plus? Uh, yes, and I'm trying to talk you guys into just right now um, us creating our own TikTok, and it's just us doing TikTok dances. So anyway, uh, look forward to that in the future. <laughs> but yeah, take a break, answer those questions, send us a question, um, or just you know get uh, a beverage and go potty. We'll be back.
listening to KSEF, a digital broadcast in Topeka, brought to you by 785 Magazine. Learn more at 785live.com. I, I have to say that this directing thing has really gone to your head. Why? I don't know. I just, I need, I feel like you need to know that. I need to, well, I'm now wearing a beret and an ascot, um, so that might be what he's talking about. <laughs> I drew That's, in a little, it is, I, uh, it is a little overboard. I though. drew in a little pencil mustache with the curlicues. Um, kind of pretentious. Petting there. a ferret. Yes, yes my ferret's. Petting a parrot. You know what's, <laughs> yeah. You know what's, what's funny? My, my parrot's name is John Mahoney, so, um,. <laughs> Ferret? I called it a parrot. <laughs> I have both a parrot and a ferret. <laughs> I'm just what, are, what are their names? Okay, the ferret, like I said, is John Mahoney, and the Paris name is, of course, uh-huh. Simon Russell Beale. Um, <laughs> nice. I should have called that the name of my beagle, but I didn't think about it in the moment. <laughs> Damn it, we live and we learn, right? Um, okay, everybody, we're going on to question number three. Three. Ooh, it's a short one. Ooh, three. it's a short one. Okay. Um, question number three. Are there any common superstitions you try to avoid? Common superstitions you try to avoid or the ones you do? Well, I mean... You, one of you two answered it first so I understand how to answer questions. I'm not a superstitious person, but I won't... There are things I won't do just for other people's sake. I won't say the Scottish play while we're in the theater. I, obviously, I won't say it when we're in a ra- radio. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. And I just I said it multiple times while we've been in this room. Yeah, but I don't actually believe that. I don't think that it's bad luck. I don't care. Right. I'll tell you one thing I've never done, even though I, I don't believe that either. I've uh, never said Bloody Mary in the mirror five times. Give me a mirror right now. No. Give me a mirror. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Uh, <laughs> that's I don't believe in that stuff. Coming to life and coming out of the I mirror. I will say it. I won't do it. You won't do it. I yeah, won't do it. that's yeah. That's just that's, that's just trying to tip fate, kicking fate in the nuts. <laughs> right in the cojones. Right, right in the huevos. Right in the hoo hoo. Rancheros. I do the uh, the where I try to avoid saying certain words just to not jinx myself because as soon as it, and you guys we did it earlier and you know, I when I say my week was quiet. Oh, you yeah, knocked. You knocked on wood. I knocked on wood. Sean said no in, in heavy not, defiance. He's not a superstitious guy. No, superstitious guy. So nope. the next time he doesn't knock on wood, I'm getting a mirror. <laughs> bloody Mary, bloody Mary, bloody Mary. But she'll only come out and, and stab you in the face. Will she do a little jig like, "Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. I, I'm not gonna. Hello, do my it. ragtime gal." <laughs> I mean, if she does that, maybe I'll... Is that, the, is that the tale that she stabs you in the face? Yeah. Yeah. With what? Uh, um, Her hair that has hardened and she's fashioned into a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> that is some hard news. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're talking like a prison-style toothbrush. Do you, do you really want to... Or where they like paper mache shiv that they make in prison sometimes. Guys, I've been to prison a chance. time or two. You haven't. I have. I'm a hardened criminal. You're, you're one of those that, at different times. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to get it that, and now I get it. It is criminal. Yeah, depending, criminal. On, depending on where you're hard at. Um, 
Don't. Yeah. No. We're just. We're leaving it there, everybody. Who is answering the question now? Your superstition. Yeah. Because oh. you didn't know how to answer it. Well, okay. So I do knock on wood. I don't know. That's just. Because I, I don't find myself to be a superstitious person. Do you throw salt over your shoulders? No. No, you don't do that? That's weird. I've never done that. Why are you... You drop salt. Why are you making more salt for yourself to I never clean understood up? it either. I, yeah, you it's seem just... the kind of person that would do that, though. Why? I don't would know. Would that kind of... Offended. I don't know why, and I don't know if I should be, but I am. I don't know why. I'm not a superstitious person. I do knock on wood, and there's stuff I don't, even though I don't believe in it, I don't want to test it for the slight possibility that I might be wrong, even though I don't believe in it. And that is, I'm not messing around with Ouija boards. I'm not... Cause if, cause I don't, I don't believe in the demons and the ghosts and stuff like that. But I also don't want to, if I'm wrong, to, <laughs> to open that door up for them to come on through. And I've never encountered them, and I think that's just because I have a good, a good energies that they're like we don't want to fuck with that. Um, so that's so that's something that I'll stay away from. If that, if I, I think that's the way you want yeah, to answer it. Yeah. I I stay away from. I don't do a Ouija board if there's like an abandoned house. I don't do that either. Uh, there's me and. But is that a superstition or is that a belief though? I mean. I, I guess what is the difference here? Is the superstition something like the black cat crossing your path? True. That, yeah, it's don't walk under a ladder. Or I don't walk like under ladders change, for safety reasons. Like not changing your underwear if you're on a wind streak. Something like that. Yeah, that's weird. No, I that's know. dumb. I would try to avoid that. Um, black cat, I don't... I mean, I'll think about it just because it's in the lexicon that if a black cat cross my path I'll be like well I hope nothing bad happens but I, that's all it's just because I remember I have the lexicon and I don't walk under ladders because that's dumb why that's just right. on a safety reason you should know that Mr. Preparedness I didn't walk under a ladder today today <laughs> yet um, and then breaking the mirror you know it's well, oh yeah breaking the mirror is going to I don't it's just whatever or uh, have you heard the one where if you see an owl during the day that somebody close to you will die, like within a day or something like that. That's strangely one of those. I don't believe that one, but it happens kind of eerily. Why is there? Is there? I have no idea where it came from. I, I never just, heard about it until I just heard uh, last yeah. night from a group of friends that I saw that we were all talking, and somebody talked about how a bird, a cardinal, flew into a window and died. And apparently, that's also a superstition. If the cardinal dies, yeah, the cardinals. There's a lot of stuff surrounding the cardinals with. This, the, the the superstition Z's. Z's. If you want to clean up, if you want more salt to clean up after you already drop salt, then do it. Right, right. But do weirdos. Okay, question number four. <laughs> Man, you Violence just ensued. Checked it. And how hard? That's a loud noise. It was loud. You wouldn't expect it to make that loud of a noise with these dusty, has especially with these, violence. with these dampeners, these sound dampeners. It is a selection. These an foam nipples that we have on the wall here. Okay. With the foam nipples. Yeah, uh, off, cam off camera sometimes he tweaks the foam nipples. 
I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> okay, question number four. <laughs> we moved on to that Speaking question real quick. Nipples. <laughs> you are about to be thrown into one of the following movie series, Ooh. and this will be your reality. You get to pick. Will you live out your days in Star Wars or Star Trek? You answer it, because I know what you're probably going to answer. I, I would say Star Trek. No, that's why I, I knew you were going to answer that. Yeah, it's... And it's going to be for the exact same reasons I imagine. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it doesn't always uh, fly that way, but the start, the future of Star Trek is is supposed to be our best possible outcome as right. as bright future as humans, where poverty has been eradicated. We don't use money anymore. Uh, I wish. Yeah, we just everybody's sort of in a general way on equal footing. Um, uh, and I love that. Quick question. Yeah. Because um, I used to, I watched all of the original series, um, mm-hmm. and I've watched a couple episodes of TNG, and I've watched all the original movies, and I watched one movie of TNG. How do they explain not using money? What do you do? Well, you got credits and stuff like that. But isn't that just another form of money? As as I understand it, it's credits. It's credits. It's, it's credits. also sounds like some a very offensive alien from Star Wars: The Phantom Menace. Take Republic credits. That was uh, really good. That's the first time I've was, ever done that voice. That was good. That was good. Uh, I think credits are mostly used for non-Terran, non-Earth uh, situations. Also, by the way, Terran's dumb. No, Terran is great. I think we should be called Terra and not Earth. That's my opinion. I think that's dumb. No. No, you're wrong. your face is dumb. Whoa! Whoa! I'm throwing next envelope I'm throwing right at your face, and you haven't heard how hard it hits. That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) I didn't need this eye. (laughs) (laughs) You got two. (laughs) Yeah. Why do you think you have two? So you can lose one. I love me some Uh, Star Trek. uh, I'm probably going to go Star Wars just because the the variables in it. I, um... Nothing against Star Trek, but if I'm living out my days in one of them, it just seems very contained in the Star Trek. Yeah. Versus Star Wars, there's plenty of different worlds and different variety. Of well, there's yeah. a there's a fair amount of different worlds in Star Trek, but this Star Trek. But my my thought was on, when I thought Star Trek, it's primarily on that ship with you know. Yeah. Kind of the, you're versus. you're in the you're in Starfleet. You're you're in the Federation. I would so join Starfleet if yeah. it existed. I don't know who I'd be. I'd probably be the bartender. No. Ooh, no, no, no. I'd either be, if I was in the Star Trek. You're doing Star Trek? I'm doing Star Trek, too. Okay. Just because it's the closest to what we have now when you compare the two. Close to what we also could be. We could never be, you know, laser sword dueling folk, but we can definitely have, you know, a federation of planets and such um, that's not, you know, the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate. I am the Senate. Um, Unlimited power. Sorry. Okay. What was I saying? Yes. If I was scale it back, bring it back in. Bring it back in. If I was in the Star Trek, what would you be? I think I would be one of two. I'd either be a security officer. Um, you know, both red. I'm about to say both red shirts. Either a security officer. Actually, wait. Three things. Security officer. An engineer. But I have to learn things. That's the sad part. <laughs> or the uh, the guy that operates the um, uh, the uh, transporter room. So, oh, yeah. uh, what's that actor's name who played that in? Uh, um, Colm Meany. Colm Meany. I like that guy. And that's kind of him and him and Scotty um, were th- what came into my mind of who I would be in either of these two universes. 
I mean, in either of in the Star Trek universe. I'd definitely be a science officer. Mm. Put me in blue. Oh, you're 100% a science officer. Yeah. You're 100% the, the Spock of it all. Yeah. And Just like, would... like like astrophysics and stuff like that. Be the dude that's that's got the room that's that looks like a planetarium. Yes. <laughs> Who do you think you'd be? I think you'd be a security officer. In I'm the sorry. Star Trek? Yeah. You'd be a security officer. You scream security officer. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Sean looks like he might have I, a different opinion. I feel like you'd be on the in the officer training court. Like you'd be, I'd be oh, training people before they yeah. get Well, or now you'd that, be you'd be running that. the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You would. That definitely. That. You're the head instructor he, running the Kobayashi but Maru. But he would. But he. I think in times of a really like big galaxy situation, they give you a ship. I think you'd. you'd You'd be the captain of a ship for a little bit. See, I, I totally thought I'd be wearing a red shirt. That's, that's the security officer. But that's also that's also the people who die in every episode. <laughs> but no, but it's he, also in uh, Picard War red. True. That's the, you get different generations. But no, that's. But also, I I kind of disagree with you. Is I think they would want to keep him, being like, we need you to continue to train these people because now we're getting softer and softer people because it's a war and we're having to and just, no one has any money and we're just having to draft people. It's all Republic credits. Uh, softer and. Softer. Yeah, softer. It's me. You're getting me. If there's a war in Starfleet, you're you getting... You can't be both soft and a hardened criminal. <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> um, okay, but... so we're there. Uh-huh. Who would we be in a Star Wars universe? Ooh. We've, me and you have talked we, about this privately because other, yeah. uh, there's like the TikToks of like, send to your friend and ask him who you would be in this certain universe. And I've already sent one to him of Star Wars. But I have multiple theories, but continue other people's. Hmm. I can't even remember what I said. I remember what you said for me, and I remember what I said for you. What did you say for okay, me? Okay, I guess I'll go if you guys can't think of it. Um, so in the question, well, like when the TikTok I saw was like, would they be a bounty hunter? Would they be a Sith? Would they be a Jedi? And I think another one was like, would they be a m- member of the Senate? Um, and I remember what I said for you. Yes. Okay, right. then you can tell it, and I'll say what I said, unless you change your mind about who I'd be. In no, I'd love to see Dylan as like a legitly talented bounty hunter who everybody underestimates, but he's like a crack shot. Never needs to actually like run after anyone because he's so good. <laughs> That's exactly what my character would be. That it wouldn't have. They're just so good they don't have to like. But he's he's like it's not like he's not even. I mean he's a funny guy if that's who you want to be but but it's not even comical how so good he is So not Zero the Hut from the Clone Wars? N- no because I like you. <laughs> you're my friend. And, what, and you don't like a fat space slug that sounds like uh Truman Capote? <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. Oh god, I like that's none ridiculous. of that. Java just guys if you haven't seen the Clone Wars, Zero the Hut mm. is a bounty hunter that talks in common English. But he's a he's a hut, a member of the Hut clan, so he's big fat space slug that talks with the accent of Truman Capote and he's colored purple. It is It's bad on every single level that a thing can be bad. <laughs> it is hilarious. Um so yeah, and then for Sean what I said, um, and after you told me who it's like, I was like, Oh, that is straight up like her. Um, but I think that he I think that he's a Jedi, but He's one of the Jedi's that, like, the Jedi's were like, "Hey, Sean, be on the council. We want you to be on the council." And he's like, "Nah." He's like, "Yeah, you guys are like the big, 
like policemen of the universe. I just want to be here to help people. That I'm just roaming the galaxy, occasionally helping people out that need it. I'm not on your big war council. I'm not on your big council police in the world. Just I'm a Jedi and I'm just helping people, which is what we're supposed to do. Um, so that's why I think Sean would be um, in the yeah. universe, and that is very Ahsoka. Ahsoka, and I didn't realize that until after he said it. But that's I think, I think actually, Sean would be and in the actually, universe. they're called like gray Jedi's or something like that. Yes, so they're like real things in the in the mythology of the of that universe are Jedi's who just were like I don't want to be a I don't want to be a master. I don't want to be on a council. Yeah, I don't want to be a knight. I just I'm forced to live and, yeah, I just and wanna, help people when I can. Yeah. That's that's why I think Sean I want to go out to the outer rim and and just chill out with with aliens. Yeah, I'd run an inn. You'd be a cantina. You'd be like you'd be the bartender in a cantina. Yeah, or like a. Um, <laughs> you know, I forgot what I was going to say now. Dusty is so relaxed right now. <laughs> he, he face planted into the microphone. <laughs> I need to keep my chair off <laughs> This is why. Oh, I'm, I'm lightheaded. I laughed too hard. <laughs> um, I also think it would be funny if me and Dusty were like uh, partnering bo- oh, yeah, partnered yeah, bounty hunters. Like uh, in the in the comics, it was uh, Zarkus and Forlom uh, became uh, a partners of partners in crime for the bounty hunters, and they were always funny together. That would be hilarious. That would uh, be if we were like we C three PO and R two D two. But if I was a droid, I'd, I I think I throw off some chopper vibes. Psychotic. <laughs> Psychotic. Just just a just a bad droid. He's not bad. He's great. Chopper's he's a, awesome. Just a bad. Just a, a a droid that doesn't do anything except cause problems for everyone around him. I like Chopper. He's awesome. Have you ever seen Star Wars Rebels? He's a monster. It's great. It's great. Um, So yeah, that's... uh, I'm directing this. He just looked at me and made a braking motion. (laughs) Uh, But I'm the director, so we're going to go for a couple more minutes. It's gone to his head. And then we're going to break. So um, just kidding. It is a natural time to break. And I was (laughs) going to do it anyway. Um, but hey, everybody, we're going to take a little real quick break. That scarf is strangling you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, now I have a beret and a scarf and a ferret and a parrot and a wombat for some reason. Um, <laughs> my animals are progressively getting bigger. Uh, I'll have an alpha male orangutan by the end of the show. Anyway, everybody, we're taking a break. So if you want to go, go get pee again if you if you drink a lot of water during that those segments. Um, also get some snacks. And then, yeah, head on back. And we'll keep on chit-chatting about nerdy things or whatever questions that Shannon happened to write for the last two that we have. The last two. All right, everybody. We'll be back. Hey, guys. uh, This is Dylan, the fool from the Stoic, the Poet, and the Fool. Please listen to us on Tuesdays on the 7s. That's both a.m. and p.m. as we answer seven deadly questions. And I just was today years old when I learned that it's funny that we answer seven deadly questions and we're on the 7s. I don't know if we planned that, but I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) 
Right here is where I would say now for a brief word from our sponsors, but I'm just sitting here waiting for you to put words in my mouth. So for advertising opportunities, go to 785live.com. back i was wrong actually lucky you guys we have three more questions you're welcome that i miss said the why question are you wearing a turtleneck shirt now it's a my black woven turtleneck yeah. because i am an artiste yeah of the highest caliber i mean if you're gonna smoke you could just smoke you don't need the the no, long I did, the yeah stick. the long the long i forget what they're actually called but yes the long like, cigarette holder Audrey Hepburn style cigarette holder with some some you, diamonds. But you don't need that. You don't need you, it. You don't tell me what I need, Nyberg. I'm the director. I tell you what you need. I tell you what you do, and that is read the next question. Never mind. You're seven. So Dusty, read the next question. Okay. <laughs> you've, question number you've five. Changed. <laughs> I yes, I have. I am above you all, you peons. Shut up. I am the true artiste. All right. movie pitch time Ooh, you want to film the next great monster epic film it will feature zombie insert animal of your choice in a bizarre location of your choice featuring the classic roman god of your choice with the working title of blank Oh my! This has. This is gonna be one of those thinker ones. This is okay. no. I this no. That's what, he, no. Here's the thing, guys. This is not a thinker one. No. You're gonna read it, and you're just gonna tell me what it is. We're improving this. Okay. Okay. Go. You read it. So you read it, and then you just have to pitch it after that, or just talk about it more after that, and then we'll ask you questions. All right, go. This has the very. This very much has the vibe of uh, the Sharknado, but your own. <laughs> Right. And I love that episode. Okay, movie pitch time. You want to film the next monster epic film. It will feature zombie wombats. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Zombie wombats in Romania, a castle in Romania, featuring Poseidon with the working title of Watery Wombats. <laughs> I want to go back. I want to go back. No, no. Um, Okay, so Watery Wombats. What is this about? Okay, so Watery Wombats. So, of course, you have wombats, zombie wombats. So this is is in a future timeline where wombats uh, no longer exist because humans are terrible and they're extinct. So the wombats have all been deceased and buried. You know, we we, we killed them, so we might as well bury them with Mm -hmm. some ceremony. Uh, So we buried all the wombats in Romania. We buried all of them right next to a castle in Romania. And (laughs) do you know who's, do you know who Hmm. wombats are the favorite animal of? No. Poseidon. Really? Oh. He's a Greek god, not Roman. I just realized that. Yeah. Um, it but, <laughs> they're, I mean, come on, they're interchangeable. Um, so, Poseidon loves the wombats. He loves the wombats. Mm-hmm. Is Romania next to water? A, a sure. Of water? I'm eventually. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> eventually. Okay, so. It's just a really long beat. Poseidon. Yeah. Yeah. comes f- up from the ocean riding his kraken and says wombat buddies where are all of you and then a fisherman a lone fisherman mm. on the shores of Romania 
this lone fisherman that are not sound like <laughs> this lone fisherman, the wizard. This lone this lone fisherman on the shores of Romania. Besides, like where where are my wombats? Where my oh, <laughs> oh great and mighty Poseidon, the wombats are dead. We have murdered them with our pollution and our six-pack can holders and plastic straws. We've murdered all of the wombats. And then that's when Poseidon loses his mind. Um, the Kraken picks up the lonely fisherman who cries out, Please don't eat me. Um, that was just for you, Dusty. I know. It's a great epic death. And it's also, it's it, it's going it's going to be played by Ian McKellen, who's going to play this lonely fisherman. Because yeah. um, he he's, he's a sir. What? He's a sir. He's a sir. Sir Ian McKellen. Poseidon's being played by Sir Patrick Stewart. So it's going to be an amazing uh, scene with them. Um, and so this Poseidon comes upon the shores of Romania and calls forth all of his, his dead wombat brethren, and um, they hold up in a castle. And then Denzel Washington, with all of his principles, uh-huh. uh, he has a lot. He, he a lot of principles. <laughs> uh-huh. Denzel Washington, along with Jared Leto and Rami Malek, they're playing the same characters from. <laughs> <laughs> that movie it's this is the sequel watery wombats is the sequel to that movie with Denzel Washington Jared Leto and Rami Malek and their characters now uh, I haven't seen the movie but I just assumed that they bonded at the very end of that no. movie <laughs> and so they go to Romania uh-huh. to fight off the zombie wombats and Poseidon and Kraken and guess guess what guess what happens at the very end guess what they, I, they I think refuse. they think all is lost they think that they're it not, is? I'm, they I'm think, thinking that as They well. <laughs> think all is lost. But then, on the first slide on the fifth day, comes the lonely fisherman, the Kraken. He cut his way out of the Kraken. He did the Kraken ate him, but he... The Kraken cut his way out of the Kraken? No, the lonely fisherman <laughs> cut his painful. way... The lonely fisherman who is eaten by the Kraken cuts his way out of the body of the Kraken and then comes and turns the tide of the war and they win and then that's the end of my movie. <laughs> wow, that's not going to make anything. Strangely, <laughs> we didn't have to do that. <laughs> we just had that title, but... That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would definitely not see that movie. <laughs> Just on principle. But it's the, it's the, it's the sequel to the. <laughs> what is that called? Like Lost Minds or Pieces or whatever. The that movie's called. I don't. Does it, doesn't it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Um, you are right, welcome. What is the, what is the, okay, movie pitch time. You want the next? You want to film the next great monster epic film? It will feature zombie. Uh, <laughs> you mother. I hate you so much, John. That noise was his phone vibrating because he refuses to turn off the vibrate. Sorry, I can start That's over. Right. It will feature zombie uh, hyenas. Hey, that's scary. In a Walmart <laughs> featuring Venus, the goddess of love or beauty or whatever it is. Okay, so we got uh, zombie hyenas. The title of it is... Uh, kiss my hyena, <laughs> and it is a porn. I don't oh, know it's a porn. Details. So we're talking about hyenas. Uh, it's, uh, it's epic monster movie porn. 
movie. Okay, who's who would you cast as uh, your hyenas? Because hopefully they're are they CGI or are they, they humans? Got, they got no, that would be weird. So are the hyenas? Or it's is, gonna be like the movie Cats, where the hyenas are actually people dressed up. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Who who is playing your head zombie hyena? Sir Ian McKellen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he is a busy guy. Yeah, he gets around. Uh, he's a lonely fisherman, and then a zombie hyena. Okay. And, and Venus is as uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Ooh, ooh, so we're getting ooh. We're getting better. Okay. And I'm I'm casting you as, as the greeter at the Walmart. <laughs> That is the first to go. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I? I do a lot of like old age makeup. Can you put a lot of old age makeup? As long as the and guess what? I was at, oh, hello and welcome to the Walmart on Thirty Seventh Street. He's the first death of the show. <laughs> no hyenas, please. I just want. Would you like a smiley face sticker? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Here we Sean go. needs to recover from all of this. All right, I'm going to film the next great monster epic film. It will feature zombie sparrows. Ooh. In tiny little birds. Delaware, featuring Hades. And the working title is Oh Zombie Sparrows. <laughs> That's a classic title. So are we talking like, is this, <laughs> let's be honest, we're talking about zombie sparrows. Uh -huh. talk, is this like a B movie or are we talking like this is full This on? is a romantic comedy. Okay. Who, and a buddy cop movie. And a buddy cop movie. <laughs> okay, I have some more questions. Yep. Um, yep. Is, okay. What I have thought of none of this. <laughs> okay. Is Hades, is Hades one of the cops? Yep. Okay, who is he in love with? Who is in love with him? Uh, James Corden. James James Corden. So who's playing? Jay James Corden plays Delaware. He plays. Okay, so <laughs> just so everybody knows, this story is about zombie sparrows uh -huh. in Delaware, but it's also a romantic comedy between Hades and Delaware. Between Hades and Delaware, who are uh, buddy cops? Who are and cops? In love with each other. In love with the okay, real quick. I gotta uh, please don't talk because I have to understand it. Uh -huh. Um, so Zombie Sparrows in Delaware, it's a buddy cop movie that's also a rom com, but uh, their Hades is a cop and so is Delaware. Yep, and Delaware's played the entire state of Delaware and it's played by James Corton. Who plays Hades? Ian McKellen. Ian <laughs> <laughs> That's Sir. Sir Ian Sir McKellen. McKellen. So Sir Ian McKellen plays Hades, who's in love with Delaware, who's also his fellow cop partner that's played by James Corden. Yep. Both of them were in Cats. Were, are they cops in Delaware? Is Delaware the cop of Delaware? They actually are in Florida. They're oh, that makes more sense, surprisingly. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm, all right. Yes. Uh... Is there any other famous actors in it? Nope. Does it, just James Gordon and Sir Ian McKellen. Who plays the sparrows? Or are they just always they're trained sparrows. Is it oh. is it really them or is it CGI? Sir Ian McKellen. Well, I think James Gordon has been CGI for years. <laughs> He's playing a whole state. He has to be CGI, yeah. unless you put him in like one of those like shitty party America costumes. That's the shape of a He's state. He's wearing. Uh, <laughs> um, a red unitard <laughs> that just says Delaware on it. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Okay. Uh, so do they destroy the sparrows in the end, or they do through the power of love? It's the power of love. Through the power of love. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, that was interesting. 
all of the answers to our Credits. questions. We have two more questions and we're already 46 minutes. That was a good question, Shannon. I really fun. dig that one. I really dig that one question. Okay, so let us go to question number six. <laughs> This is another long one because you're going to have a two hour episode, everybody. <laughs> you're welcome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, um, and I'm just getting a peek behind the curtain, everybody. We're recording two episodes today, and this is the first one. So just imagine what the second episode is going to sound like or be. Okay, question number six. When I was a child, or one might say, when I was a wee lad, uh-huh. I wanted to grow up to be a space. Why didn't you become that? Not space, as in there is a space to answer oh, the question. I want Not to be a space. Not you wanted to be the whole space. Um, okay, so when I was a child, I wanted to grow up to be a blank. Why didn't you become that? Okay. I think there was two things that I wanted to become when I was a wee lad. I wanted to become a lawyer because I thought that was... Really? Yeah. I thought I that was like... I see that. I, I, there's no way I care that much to, <laughs> <laughs> unless it was like uh, who 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 played the the better Batman. Um, I could argue those things, but no. Also, I get too angry, so I just get angry <laughs> and start yelling at the defense or the uh, what's the other prosecution. people? The prosecution. <laughs> this is why you didn't become a lawyer. <laughs> this is why I didn't become a lawyer. You know, you'd be a great barrister. Like a British lawyer. Uh, yes, hello. Yes, uh, where is Wear my wig? wig? Yeah. Please give me my wig. And then I would talk to. Is, do they are they also called judges? Yep. I'd also I'd talk to the judges and say, "Hello, judge. I am here today to speak my case upon these zombie sparrows and why they should not be sent to prison. They are there on the dock. We have two of That's them. That's in the sequel. And uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, judge will say, "Yes, speak your case." Um, and there we go. We got that's the sequel to the Sparrow one. Anyway, sorry. I wanted just another ex- excuse to do the Lonely Wizard. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then I also wanted to be a bus driver. Really? Like a Ralph Cramden? Like a style? over the road, like cross country, or like, like a school bus driver? Meatloaf in Spice World. <laughs> and I want to. I've already told this story before, so that's why I did. I don't even think we. I don't think we deserve seven questions. Anymore. <laughs> 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 okay, so that's the answer. Again, understandable, I guess. Right, yeah. All of them are understanding. I. Let's see. Oh, I wanted. To, I have a couple, too. I really wanted to be either a stuntman or a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a wee lad myself. Which <laughs> oh, God. Again, up. like I said earlier, it's, it's, it's during the times when you had to hit rocks together to start a fire. And I'm going to hit rocks together. So, no, I wanted to be a, a stuntman or a, a cinematographer. And then... Um, Why didn't you do those things? You know, I don't know. Uh, that's kind of strange. I kind of did a stuntman thing. Because I... Do my own stunts. <laughs> he does all so his I own do, stunts. I do some of that stuff, which is why part of the reason I really enjoy the physical comedy part. So that every time I do that, it's, it's really in my head, you know, like with the shows, going through windows with Sean <laughs> or getting drunk on by horses or whatever else. But Jumping um, over bars. <laughs> jumping over bars, yeah. I love that kind of stuff. And then, uh, strangely enough, I wanted to be a cop. So, and that I kind of went that direction and then went a different direction after that because I didn't want to do that after. But, yeah. So yeah, those and, that's, and that's why you didn't do it. Oh, so you? I did become that for a brief period of time. But okay, so. Sean, I wanted to be a roadie for Linda Ronstadt. Doing work for Linda Ronstadt was the way that I could get close enough to ask her to marry me. Some she can't sing anymore. She can't, she can't sing. Oh, anymore. that sucks. 
Um, She's got a great voice, though. If you get a chance to listen to her. That's later on. So, I mean, Linda, if if, if you find a way to tour again, I'm still available. But first, while we look at these pictures of Linda Ronstadt, and I listen to her songs to see who she might be, and if I remember it, we're going to go on a quick break. And on that quick break, I again want to remind you to, if you want to ask us a question or answer one of these questions that we just asked ourselves, like that ridiculous movie question uh, that went down too many rabbit holes, um, you can always send those to the Stoic Poet fool at gmail.com and the stoic put fool at 75live.com um, you can also message us on facebook or instagram um, or if you see us on the street or you, you won't see me on the street but yeah. if you see Dusty actually well, she's saw on the street but it's very specific times uh he's what uh i think is a political term night walker um okay everybody That's right. uh, we'll be back This is Sean, the poet, and Stoke Poet and the Fool. Uh, listen to us on the 7s, AM, PM, FM, 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 LF, DM, DM, DM us if you want to listen to us on the AM and the PM and the FM, FM. Bye. <laughs> Everybody. What? Hey, this is this is this is you know the stoic the poet and the fool. This is Dylan, Sean, Dusty. That's totally out of order of what we are. Uh-huh. I said stoic poet and fool, but we got one my age. final That's question. Right. Yes, we got one. And beauty. No, <laughs> this is oh yes, age and beauty. Yeah, I'm the beautiful one. Well, you got to work up. Okay. Um, <laughs> please also write us at stoicpoetfool at gmail.com. Stoicpoetfool at 75live.com. Uh, who's more attractive? It will be me. I know it will be. Um, actually, don't do that. We're people. Um, we're human beings with thoughts and feelings. Um, I don't and I don't want to offend the rest Dead of these, these other two. Anyway, we have one final question. Here we go. Question number seven. seven. There are silly, mundane things we are all secretly good at. From organizing stuff in a junk drawer to being really good at parallel parking. If you were a mutant, what uber mundane activity would you be good at? Oh. I, over two years running now, I have every one of my socks. Wow. Think about that. I have a lost one. They are matched. That is both. Super cool and also very super mundane. I know. <laughs> no, throw it. That fits. Oh, yes, yeah, right. That fits, though. Uh, my super mundane is <laughs> matching my socks over extended period of time. Oh, gosh. Suck on that, Dylan. <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. Directly in the eyes. Would you tell me to suck on something? <laughs> Please. Right, Did we talk that. about this last episode? Um, oh. I don't... I'm not... 
I'm not great at stuff. I don't know. I don't have a super mundane thing. I could, uh, we could pick his. Yeah. yeah. What super mundane thing am I good at? Segmenting Legos. True, I'm pretty good at organizing my Legos. It takes forever because there's a lot of them. That or um, there's some people that are definitely better than me, but um, I often get considered a, a human IMDb page. That's yeah. True. So that there we go. Even though there are people better than me, <laughs> I will take that one. I my mutant They're not name better is better than you, Dylan. The human they IMDb. Have, they have more s- memory skill or knowledge, whatever, but they're more not knowledge, better than yes. you. So I'm human IMDb. That's what it is. That's what I do. What's your? How do you? What's your? Give him more time to think. What's your superhero name though? My name's the human IMDb. And what's your? The the para. The para. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Saturday morning, kids. The para and human IMDb. That's our bounty hunter names for <laughs> Star Wars World 2. I don't know. I don't know if it's mundane, but I'm really good at directions. Like, like really good at, like, I could probably find my way to Delaware. <laughs> James Corden? It's yeah, to, you, to James Corden. Uh, I, I can, I'm not someone who needs a map on stuff. I'm really good at finding my way that is pretty I, think just, I think just in general that's pretty not just like geographically I'm oh. good at finding my way so what's your name the compass the compass Ooh, that's good <laughs> that's good I like it uh, one of us has to I, uh, one of us has to be a villain if we had to be a villain which one would be a better villain either the pair um, the pair sounds more like a villain than the, 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 pair. Pair. <laughs> the pair the your name is the compass the compass the compass at human IMDb fight the pair of terror. <laughs> oh, sh- oh snap, IMDb. He has two socks. <laughs> the one for the each one for each of us. Where are your socks, compass? Oh, suck to the eye, hand. suck to the eye. <laughs> Find your way now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the better. <laughs> okay, guys, this show's been pretty crazy. Um, but that's it's our longest show. I it think. is our longest <laughs> show. It's utterly ridiculous. But I hope you have. This is what. See, this is what happens. This is what happens when Dylan directs it. It goes crazy and off the rails and all sorts of nonsense. So if you like it, please. Email us. I'm not going to read it off again. You're dumb if you don't know what it is at this point. Just kidding. Our audience isn't dumb. They're super smart. Hey. Oh, boy. Oh, um, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Ooh, it's hot in here. Um, so, uh, just again, just... I, can, they, can they rewind it? No, I'll give it to you one more time. Stuck, put, stuck, put, fool at gmail.com or at 785live.com. One of those two. Also, Facebook and Instagram. Um, please... Listen to us Tuesdays on the sevens at KSEF seventy five live. Also, guys, there's what? some other really cool shows on there. So, what? Yeah. Um. So just you know, ballads and brews, Raza talk, Shannon Shakespeare Sunday, Shannon Shakespeare Sundays, all those and other cool shows that I just didn't name. Meet the artists. Meet the artists. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff. So uh, please go check out those other things as well. Our Brothers and sisters at arms in this uh, KSEF family. KSEF family. So, yeah, uh, please check those things out and we will talk to you later. Later!